Satanism. From animal sacrifice to cannibals. Some of the dangers that are looking about... The Dark Lord is in our toys. Dungeons and Dragons is a real serious problem. Our culture. The dark shadows of the day soon crept into Mike's dream. And our children. The kids that listen to this music are killing themselves and each other. It's a movement that's destroyed lives. Man can no longer fall back on established religion. But what is it really? It's a white versus black witchcraft. I'm Ori Kagan, and on this episode of Things You Don't Need to Know, I speak with an actual Satanist, and we lift the curtain on the devil's religion. Satanism is often misunderstood. It's certainly not what the media makes it out to be or what I just did in my over-the-top intro. And we'll get to what modern Satanism actually is in a few minutes, but I wanted to talk about my personal journey first. It all began when I was making our second episode, How to Sell Your Soul. Great episode, you should go check it out. Anyway, one of the people I spoke to about buying my soul was a Satanist. His name is Dex Desjardins, and this is what he had to say. We get that request all the time. <laughs> we tell people, you know, like, no, well, we don't believe in the existence of it, therefore, you know, we are not willing to uh, buy it off you. There was also this great soundbite world's worst investment. And he really won me over, I gotta be honest. He seems like a pretty cool dude. So I thought to myself, why not have him on again? And this time, hopefully learn some more about Satanism. But before that, I, I know we're doing that a lot today, I figured it'd probably be good to get some type of base knowledge on the history of Satanism. So please welcome our resident historian, Robbie Vendelius. Hi, I'm Robbie. I study history and theology. This uh, kind of intersects in both of those. It's incredibly hard to pinpoint any organized Satanists before the 20th century. In fact, some people believe they never really existed. They were simply invented by European church and state authorities in the Middle Ages. During the Crusades, a lot of people were accused of conducting like satanic rituals. Satanic ritual meaning literally anything. For example, if you were pagan, which I just learned is a fancy word for anything other than Christian, or maybe you had a solstice party out in the woods, or maybe you simply believed in exoplanets, would all be perfectly valid reasons to burn someone at the stake. Accusing women of being like witches that seduced men and then ate their brains. Was there ever a case of women seducing men and then eating their brains that led people to believe that women seduced men and ate their brains? Oh, not that I'm aware of. I love the idea that somebody probably started that rumor. Brunhilde was was angry that her husband Siegfried was looking at Freya's uh, large chest and was like, "Hey, hey, you know, you know, she seduces men and eats their brains, right?" <laughs> and uh, well, that's how that started. <laughs> it was a witch hunt, and it's estimated over thirty thousand people were executed for doing the devil's work. People are just so scared of what they don't know. Witches, pagans, and atheists alike all made perfect scapegoats for, say, the bubonic plague. People didn't really know how it spread. They just know that ships came in, and then 40% of the town died. And the logical option is, is to blame someone. Yeah. And someone who doesn't believe in what you believe in is the, is the obvious choice. Exactly. Satanism wouldn't formally organize until the 1960s, and the man to do it was Anton LaVey. Anton Zandor LaVey was musician, entertainer, and founder of the Church of Satan. 
He also claimed a lot of other things, like that he could just pick up any instrument and play it perfectly, that he was a psychic investigator for a local police department, even though they denied ever having that as a position. He said he went out with Marilyn Monroe. Oh, and then there was that time where he played a piano with so much force that it caused an earthquake in Mexico City. What I'm getting at here is that not everything you read about this guy is true. That being said, what I'm about to tell you are all verified facts. Anton LaVey founded the Church of Satanism in 1966. Apparently, he thought of the idea while working as a carny ticket collector and seeing Christian men visit prostitutes, and then on Sunday, those same men would go with their families to church to repent for all their sins. LaVey took note of this hypocrisy. Why were people so dedicated to religions that in reality they weren't following? Why were religions based on abstinence? Why wasn't there a religion based on indulgence? So LaVey shaved his head, bought a house in San Francisco and painted it black, and put pen to paper on his satanic Bible. Even if it is just Ayn Rand's philosophy with ceremony and ritual added. Believe it or not, LaVey really said that. The satanic Bible isn't about actual devil worship, nor is it sacred scripture. It's just a collection of Anton's essays, a masterwork, if you will. And it covers the following things. First off, Satan isn't real. The Church of Satanism doesn't actually believe in the existence of a red-faced, horned underworld demon, nor does it believe in God. It believes in one's own self. Satan is a representation of things its followers hold dear. Unified wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit, kindness to those who deserve it, and that mankind should live as our ancestors the primates did, not scared of an afterlife, but living for today. They also welcome same-sex marriage or any other kind of sexual expression you desire except for pedophilia. And the truth is, the name Satanism and all their iconography was really just meant to weed out everyone without an open mind. Something I found kind of interesting is that a lot of the websites reporting on Satanism are Christian websites, so there's always like a disclaimer at the bottom of the page that's like, you better not, uh, you better not follow this stuff because if you do, you're going to hell. To wrap things up, Anton LaVey's Church of Satan isn't really about Satan any more than it is a name meant to stir the pot. From their official website, since the Satanist understands that all gods are fiction, instead of bending a knee in worship to or seeking friendship or unity with such mythical entities, he places himself in the center of his own subjective universe as his own highest value. We Satanists are thus our own gods and can offer love to those who deserve it and deliver our wrath within reasonable limits upon those who seek to cause us or that which we cherish harm. Later on, LaVey would go down a wormhole of trying to practice real magic, pick up artistry, and claim his satanic church was all a ploy to make money. Despite its immense cultural significance, the Church of Satan never had more than 2,000 members, and although it is verified on Twitter, it's not regarded as particularly active off the internet. If there's one thing you take from all of this, it should be that Anton LaVey used to bring his pet leopard on walks through the streets of San Francisco. But it doesn't end there. In 1980, the release of a book Michelle Remembers by Canadian psychiatrist Lawrence Pazder chronicled his time as Michelle Smith's therapist, in which through hypnosis, she remembered childhood abuse by a group of Satanists. The book was later found to be not entirely credible, but it was too late, and over the next decade, thousands of investigations into possible satanic rituals and child abuse hung like dark clouds over the nation. These claims were largely unsubstantiated. 
A lot of evidence came in the form of interrogating children as young as two years old, using methods now known to give false confessions. Although these investigations often started with real crimes, the hysteria pushed them to another level. Heavy metal music and the game Dungeons and Dragons were considered satanic and not something that should ever be played by the children of suburbia. It was another witch hunt, and it'll be remembered as the satanic panic. After the break, I sit down with an actual Satanist. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is? Why aren't you listening? Well, I'm its host. Created it. Been doing it for seven years. I'm Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Now, I could tell you why you should be listening to my show. But my listeners wanted to write the ad for me. And here are some of the things they said. Not your regular juicy podcast. Catch up on all the juicy topics from Hollywood and pop culture to true crime and beyond. Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop always has great guests, great laughs, and great gossip. It's a comedian's take on the hottest headlines. Juicy Scoop is the pop culture news you want to hear. No BS, no filter, no filler. Raw, real, and in the moment. Throw in the hilarity of amazing comedians that you will instantly be obsessed with, a juicy crime story, and a dash of normal life in L.A. moments, and you've got yourself an amazing week of Juicy Scoop. Two episodes every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. It will never let you down. Welcome back and welcome to the second part of our show. Today's guest is a member of the Satanic Temple, which is not the same as the Church of Satan. My uh, name is Dex Desjardins. My first participation in the Satanic Temple was uh, as co-founder of the Albany, New York chapter. He was then the media liaison, part of the International Council, and now serves on the Ordination Council. So to be a Satanist, you are self-identifying as a member of a non-theistic religion that adopts the literary character of Satan as a symbol of rebellion against arbitrary authority and the pursuit of knowledge and personal liberation. Although similar to the Church of Satan, the Satanic Temple is not at all the same thing. The Satanic Temple was founded in 2013 by Lucian Greaves and Malcolm Jerry. They have their headquarters in Salem, Massachusetts, which naturally is painted black, and they've gained a reputation for somewhat bizarre stunts. Although it is worth noting Dex claims these political stunts were the brainchild of Jax Blackmore, who's no longer a big part of the Satanic Temple. Jex was the one behind a lot of those theatrical protests, which culminated in one where she threatened the life of the president and put pig heads on stakes. Shortly after this debacle, Jex was asked to step down by the Satanic Temple from her position of spokesperson. Um, you know, we're a nonviolent group through and through. We do not advocate violence ever. Threatening the life of the president is both illegal and also extraordinarily ill-advised. You know, satanic group threatens to kill president is a headline that benefits nobody. The satanic temple is very careful about their publicity. It's extraordinarily easy for a group of people who refer to themselves as satanists to be misunderstood, and the mainstream media frequently calls them trolls. It's very important to them for people to understand what they actually are. 
The number one misconception far and away is that we worship the devil or that we, you know, worship some kind of symbolic evil. I mean, it's just not true. First of all, we don't believe in the existence of symbolic, metaphorical evil. We think that evil is a thing that people will choose to commit a state of being or of actions, but we don't believe there's evil forces in the world. Are there people out there who worship a literal devil figure? Well, in the world, yes, there are some. You do have Luciferians, but Luciferians are looking at Lucifer as, you know, the light bringer, not as goat-headed evil Satan thing. The Satanic Temple has seven fundamental tenets. My producers asked me to cut them because if I'm perfectly honest, it's a little boring to just hear them all written out. But basically it boils down to compassion, justice, one's own will, respecting other people's freedoms as well as your own, fixing your mistakes, and the importance of wisdom and justice over the written and spoken word. So in a nutshell, that's the Satanic Temple. It's similar to Anton LaVey and the Church of Satan, but LaVey's philosophy was heavy in mysticism and magical thinking, which resonated with hippies and oddballs of the 60s, but today's Satanists are much more secular. LaVey says, you know, you can use magic to get these things, and it sounds pretty clear that he, he means this in like a psychological and not a metaphysical sort of way. I didn't even know about things like the pickup artist manual they made. It's got like an illustration of a woman with a bag over her head and like a sliding scale of attractiveness and everything. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty bad. The Satanic Temple has a kid's quick reference guide on their website, spelled with a Z-N-W if you were wondering. It closely resembles one of those charts you might look at when deciding which high-speed internet provider to go with. If you want to learn more, you can go to the Satanic Temple's website. It's thesatanictemple.com. What I will tell you is that one half of this thing seems informative, and the other half seems like it's custom-made to be jabs at the Church of Satan. Here's a perfect example. One of the categories is Baphomet Monument, which the Satanic Temple has, but the Church of Satan does not. You know, I, I know people in the Church of Satan, and the individuals I know haven't been bad people at all. In fact, I quite like um, a number of them, but I think the organization has some issues, um, and their philosophy, to me, seems quite outdated. I'm not a member of the Satanic Temple or the Church of Satan, so take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, but based on the research I've done, it seems like the Satanic Temple is the views of many, and the Church of Satan is the views of Anton LaVey. And the fact of the matter is, for whatever qualms some of us have about LaVey, the Satanic Temple would not exist without the work uh, that LaVey did. So knowing all this, I was finally prepared to ask the question that I'd been waiting to ask all day. This wasn't something I could simply read in a book or look up on the internet. This is a question I needed a real Satanist to answer. If I wanted the truth, I had to get it straight from the source. Y'all got tax exemption? Yes. Uh, in fact, the Satanic Temple is uh, recognized as a church. So we've, we've gone beyond just tax exemption to that next level. Okay, now I'm going to ask the real question. Do you guys perform any rituals? And if so, what do you do? A ritual can take a lot of different forms. A lot of them are individualized, spontaneous sorts of things, like, you know, lighting a candle and some incense and meditating on something that's, you know, important to you or that's bothering you. I've participated in some organized rituals, one of them being what we call a destruction ritual, and that was held uh, in New York City. Gasp! My own backyard! And the destruction ritual is where you uh, destroy uh, an object 
that represents something hurtful in your life or something that's holding you back in your life. It's meant to give you a feeling of empowerment and be symbolic. It's strictly a symbolic activity. But they have other rituals as well. Rituals that sound very devilish and consist of more than burning a pair of Yeezys. Another ritual I've attended but not actively participated in was a black mass um, in 2017 on Halloween. The Satanic Temple held its first black mass. You know, there was urine involved and a holy wafer disappeared up the butt. The cool thing about this one was that the gender roles were reversed. It was a priestess and the person on the altar having things put in them was a man. Uh, so it was, you know, a big inversion of, of the classical interpretation of what a black mass should look like. But the Satanic Temple's community events don't stop at sticking communion wafers up people's butts. Some of the successful campaigns we had, we had uh, Menstruating with Satan, where we collect hygiene products for folks who menstruate, and we donated those to local shelters. We collected school supplies and clothing for children. We, we basically assembled, like, little backpacks of survival gear and food for hand distribution to homeless folk that we met on the streets. Unfortunately, sometimes their name gets in the way of a good deed, like when they were denied a spot on the Adopt-A-Highway program. The highway was the only one that really failed. So I guess, you know, for reasons they weren't willing to explain, Satanists were beneath picking up garbage. They also did a sock drive for the homeless and during the coronavirus pandemic collected hand sanitizer and other household cleaning products for those who didn't have access to them. I don't know about you, but to me, Satanists seem like pretty good people, and definitely not the demon-worshipping trolls my friend Tucker Carlson at Fox News makes them out to be. Atheism only explains what you're not. It doesn't, it doesn't help you with an identity at all. Satanism, it's a positive action-oriented sort of thing. It helps you identify who you are and what you do believe. And how does one become a Satanist? It's a self-identification process. You know, at a certain point, you say to yourself, I'm a Satanist, or you don't. And that's, that's how you, uh, I guess you'd say, convert. Well, in that case, I'm a Satanist. And as always, thanks for listening. Things You Don't Need to Know is a Hyper Object and 3 Uncanny 4 production. The show is written and edited by me and produced by Harry Nelson and also me. Additional help from Shane McKeon and Nuna Sharafadine. Our executive producers are Adam McKay and Laura Mayer. The show is mixed by Nice Manners. If you like things you don't need to know, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could leave a review, it really helps the show out. As I understand it, everyone who made it through this episode is going to hell. So if you don't want to leave one now, you'll have plenty of time in the infinite future. I hear they have free Wi-Fi there. God, that joke was blowing. See you next week.